Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, yes, Beat you to it. I'm switching it up every week. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Keeping it Proud fresh. of you. F- funky fresh. Funky fresh, dress ready. What is it, funky fresh? Funky dress, dress ready to impress. Wait, <laughs> what? Funky fresh, dress to impress, ready, <laughs> ready to party. Ready to party. Yo, I'm s- even. It's just a song. Oh. I don't know which song. <sighs> anyway, how are you, Shanti? What's crack a lacking, child? <laughs> you sound defeated. <laughs> yeah, we just so, started. I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna tell you why I sound like Is everything this. okay? Do you have something to share? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. You know. Um, okay. full moon passed. Mm. Keeping my head above water. Um, doing my best every day. Learning to talk to myself nicely, and oh. um. That should be an episode. That should be an episode. Nicely. Jane and them just did one. I think. I didn't listen to it. But I saw the um, the title was Talk to Me Nice. And I think Be- that's what they was talking about. Mine is like, bitch, keep going. Bitch, <laughs> you are okay. <laughs> you are worthy. You are, you are enough. I am so you tired You are of enough. That. Do you know how tired I, I am of that? I, I'm about to put that on my mirror. You is everybody really says that to me. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, my queen. complete transparency, that came up in like a therapy session. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening right now? <laughs> I need to go to therapy. <laughs> but that came up and I was like, um. Shut up lady that's okay i get there sometimes your cup is half full or you half full some shit and i was like wait a minute is it first of all (laughs) sometimes i was like is it half full because it feels fucking empty (laughs) (laughs) i need that motherfucker to be spilling over right this is america we waste shit what the fuck you talking about half (laughs) empty (laughs) oh Yes. Full of motherfucking juice. That purple stuff. Internet. <laughs> Start this motherfucker again. Start it again. No, no, no. Okay. Oh. No, I'm, here. I'm here. All right. Yeah. I am. Y'all got to forgive me. I'm really. This retrograde. I think it's the retrograde. It's I don't know retrograde. what's going on. It's the retrograde. I have the been. Moon. Okay, I've been so sad for the past like week and I am really trying to get out of it. But oh Lord, I've just been like a mopey person. Um You're like yeah. Eeyore. Antoinette, is what? your is your cycle 
First of all, let's talk about that. My what? cycle, sometimes I get a I period twice to, a month. You cut me off. What'd you say? Sometimes I get a period twice a month because I have a short cycle. And whenever I feel like this, it's like, okay, I'll look at my flow app and it's coming. And I get hit with profound sadness. It's not even like, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm a little down in the dumps. No, like it's like profound, irrational sadness that like I cannot get myself out of for the fucking life of me. So maybe that's it. I don't know. But I have just, and I'm, I also, I'm just so ready for this. I got to get away. I got to get away from work. I got to get away from home. Everything's driving me crazy. I'm just like on edge. Um, And I should be grateful. Like I had a gig last weekend in Rhode Island. It was nice. It went well. My, uh, my, my passport came in child. Hallelujah. Thank if anybody you, watches agencies. my stories, they saw the what I had to go through to get that damn passport. Child, I was outside of the passport office at 6.30 in the morning, and I was 77th in line. And oh, they didn't open New York until shit. They didn't open until 7.30, and I was like, oh, my God. And I ended up getting I, – I ended up walking out of there around 5 p.m., so I was there all day, and it was just a thing. <sighs> But it you met people from all around the world, though, didn't you? You made No, call. nobody talked to me. Oh. Everybody was just frustrated to be in there, so everybody kind of kept to themselves, in all honesty. Well, um, I, I was going to ask, is your cycle close to the moon? Do you notice that you... Bitch, I don't know. What do you mean close to the moon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a full moon. I haven't been keeping up with the moons, okay? I got real shit to do, Shanti. I got fucking bills. You ain't about to clean my motherfucking house. <laughs> Instagram life. If you a black girl, girl, if you invested in self clear, if you don't know when the full moon is, nigga, what is you doing? <laughs> no, I, I am. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm a, I'm a reel it in. I'm a, I'm a connect. I'm gonna get connected on this vacation. She's like, am I? I'm looking at my fucking finances. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I really <laughs> am, and I'm stressed out because my homie told me to invest, um, like a third of my savings. He was like, it's not doing anything. It's just sitting there. It's not making you any money. And I have only lost money with this fucking stock market, and I'm just irrationally angry about that too. I I just. God is going to help me soon. God is helping you. Daily, I guess. Um, (laughs) And then, in all honesty, Uh -uh. I just, I'm not going to get into that. But there's a lot of things going on within the world, within the political climate, that has me like down in the motherfucking dumps. Your man Trump. I'm sure everybody knows now by by now that your man Trump has um told the squad <laughs> do you know who the squad is? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So told the new ladies of the squad, our new congresswomen, uh, that would be AOC, Rashida Talib, Ayanna Presley, and Ilhan Omar. To go back to where they came from, to go back to their countries, they're basically shithole countries and fix them if they hate America so much. I just want to say that three of these women were born in America and one is a naturalized citizen. So 
I just, this guy's a fucking moron. And then he had a whole, um, he had a campaign rally and people at the rally started cheering after he mentioned Ilhan Omar, which is the one woman who was not born here, but she is a U.S. citizen. Um, She was actually a refugee from Somalia. And he mentioned her and they started chanting, send her back. Wow. Children chanting that, women, men, and like gleeful. And he stepped back from the microphone and let them chant that shit for a solid 12 seconds. Wow. And it brought tears to my eyes. It really, really did. I was just like, wow, this, this is bubbling and it's going to bubble over soon. And now he's trying to say that, you know, he wasn't happy when they did that and that was a bad thing and yada, yada, yada. But bro, you stood back from the mic and you let it go down. Like it was cool. Like, let's not, Let's not front now. So it was just very depressing. That that really depressed me. And then, you know, I look at that and I think like I'm looking at a Facebook post that my own family member wrote. Um, well, she didn't write it. It's a meme. And it says, we now have two Muslims voted into Congress. They can't put their hand on our Bible and swear to uphold our Constitution due to their faith. We are being destroyed from within our country. The Trojan horse has made it into our government. And people are under there writing so true, so this, so that. Like, I just need to be real clear. Like, these are the same people that go to war and fight for this country and, like, give their lives for this country. It's just so disgusting. And Who are the same people that do that? What do these so-called Muslim Trojan horse people that have infiltrated, like... Mad, first of all, mad immigrants go to war for our country. Mad undocumented immigrants (laughs) go to war for this country and die for this country. So let's just be clear. Like, this is just, it's devastating to me in a way that like, the stakes are just so high right now. And I, and it, it bothers me because I feel like not a lot of people get it. And I feel like a lot of people just are in their bubble, especially if you live in like a big city. Um, And I think that people are like, wow, those people down south, they're crazy. But it's not just those people down south. It's like people all throughout this country. And I would and I don't want to be down in the dumps because I feel in my heart of hearts that there are there is more love in this country than there is hate. But there is a lot of fucking hate and there's a lot of ignorance And my aunt is someone like that's my own family member who would write something like that. And it's a picture of a Muslim woman with the hijab on. And it's just disgusting to me. And it's so disheartening. And I I just don't know what else to say. We like this election is so important. We are literally fighting for the like for the soul of this country. And it will greatly affect the rest of our lives, whatever this outcome is, whether we get another four years of this crazy guy or if we get him out of here. It is so serious and so dire. And I just don't see 
a lot of understanding of that from people our age or people within our community. And people don't have to be super vocal about it either because I don't want to talk about it every day and be like, you know, look what Trump did, look what that, look what that. Because it's not just Trump, though. It's definitely, definitely regular citizens, regular people. And he's create like watching little kids chant, send her back was like, they're being taught this young because, and, and it's just, we got to do something about it. We have to do something about it. When we think that it's, you know, politics don't matter. Some of us, but they absolutely do. Um, so that's that had me down in the dumps, in all honesty. That has me down in the dumps. A lot of things had me down in the dumps, but that was like seeing that today was so disheartening. Um, and then, you know, it's just like regular fuck shit, Shanti. It's like, you know, you, did you see that video with a girl licking the ice cream? No, but what the fuck are you talking about? What? You ain't seen that? Girl, mm-hmm. it, first of all, it's a girl. It's a she looks mixed or a black girl. She oh, t- she opens a tub of fucking ice cream, licks it a full like gallon, licks it, puts the top back on and puts it back in the freezer hmm. and like posts that on social media. Like what kind of sociopathic shit? So then authorities have now identified her. And this bitch is facing up to 20 years in prison. <laughs> and then it was a copycat who did it, a man, I think in Atlanta, who did it. And he was like 40-something. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? But I'm telling you right now, the 40 years in prison thing, let me, t- let me explain something to you. If I got 40 years in prison from licking a tub of ice cream, when I tell you I'm going to earn them years, I'm going to fuck off in that courtroom. I'm going to be like, you... You're going to give me 20 years. No, I'm fucking the judge up. I'm fucking the jury up. I'm fucking everybody up in that courtroom. (laughs) Right. Get like, I'm going to earn these 20. How dare you? It's people that, first of all, that first, she shouldn't have done it, but that makes me irrationally angry because then you have fucking Epstein, the dude who, the, the rich billionaire who got that sweetheart deal and only had what only served eight months in prison and then was allowed out on 12 hour days to work. And you got this guy who's literally, they try to say soliciting prostitutes. A child cannot be a prostitute. That is rape. The child Mm -hmm. cannot consent to sex. That is rape. So it's just like, but he got eight months, but you about to send this girl away or try to, for 20 years for liquor ice cream. And then on top of that, the fact that they can identify this girl because uh, and find out what her name is, who she is, where she's at, but they still don't know who the fuck killed Pac and Big. It's Shut just like, up, Anthony. I'm serious. It's just like, what are we doing? I just, what are we doing? I just love how sincere and just and truth seeking well no i don't know about truth seeking but how how you how what's optimistic i think you are in so many ways and that's really important and i love I it i sound optimistic right now <laughs> you do because you're like you know you're you ha- you you're fighting for justice and all of these different 
examples in politics, in the law system, in the way that classes are treated differently, races are treated differently, and it's really important that we have that. And well, what else are we gonna do? We got to. We have to. Shit uh, is going to hell in a handbag. Shit is it really going to hell is. In a handbag. It is. Where it's this. Uh, it is. Am I talking to Ruth Jude right now? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I <laughs> mean, is. it's yo for real. Like this, I just I can't. I, I cannot express it anymore. That this election is so important. Because people are batshit crazy. Like, have, did you hear about the guy in Oklahoma? But you ain't hear about that guy. No, the crazy. That? Oh, girl. Okay. I got you. A man was arrested. <laughs> I got to tell you. I have, like, breaking news. <laughs> no, but this shit, it ain't even breaking. It just blew my mind. A white man was arrested in Oklahoma. Peep. He, he's pulled over by the cops. Routine, and he's still alive, mind you. Routine traffic stop. It ends up that the car that he's driving is stolen. In the car is a gun, a rattlesnake, (laughs) an open bottle of whiskey, and get this, a rod of radioactive uranium. (laughs) I'm not lying. Shit is going to hell in a handbag. And you want to know? What they're like, they keep reporting on this rattlesnake. And I'm like, why are we hop skipping and jumping over this uranium? (laughs) Where did he get this uranium from? And what was he going to do with it? He got it from Iran. I mean, I just you uranium. It just makes me feel, I guess. I'm not surprised by anything you're talking about a country where people used to eat food bring their women and children out to see men and women and children hung from trees like that was like a motherfucking entertainment that was like let's go and that wasn't so long ago and a whole a whole civilization of people have been erased and like sent to little pockets of dysfunction in the desert that used to like inhabit this country. Mm-hmm. So like I, I, it boggles my mind how this shit is all of a sudden. It just makes me when, when people say make America great again. Nobody's saying that, but Trump. But just the idea of make America great. I'm like, all right, like in order to do that, there has to be some serious self-reflection and accountability. And like, I agree with you. That shit is not, I don't know if it's, I I think, I I don't know. I I agree with you, but this is, I know, but this is, we're going backwards. We are going we are know. going way backwards. I don't know how forward we, I don't know, two steps forward, one step back. I don't know. You know, I'm also speaking from a place of great privilege. And we're still speaking of a place Absolutely of great privilege we are. from a country that, like, we can even talk about this. Um, But I'm sorry. I know. It's okay. I I've know. been down in the dumps. That's it's, my But this that. is like a collective. The thing is... It's like a collective, 
this kind of stuff cannot be happening in the world. Like, you're in a room with somebody that's, like, angry or hateful. It, like, affects you. So, collectively, the energy has to affect us. Like, if we're angry, we're sad, we're... I've been super tired lately to the point of, like, hopelessness. It it has to be in the air. This shit just doesn't... Where does it go? I where think I go? get frustrated because I think I walk around and I watch... I, I'm, I need to turn the news off a bit, I think. But I, I watch these things and I just... I'm, I interact on a daily basis with people who none of this shit is really going to affect. And to see have that privilege slapped in my face every day really bothers me. Like I work, I work alongside folks who, you know, they're like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. Next. What am I going to buy on Amazon today? Like they, there's no real stakes in it for them. And it, Ooh, it's all in this together. Hard, but we're not, we are. I no, mean, like on an energetic I'm really, level, I'm really saying I think that we're, we're all not in this together. I, I don't. I think that there's people every day that this doesn't affect. They know it's not going to affect them. They know that none of these policies are going to affect them, and they're going to go about their merry lives and be like, "Damn, that's fucked up for you," because yeah. that's what they do. There is a sort of willful ignorance that certain people have, and I unfortunately interact with them way too much, and it is definitely taking a toll on me. It's making me really want to get back to working in like a brown space because it's 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 hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, I remember that part. I understand what you mean by that. You know what I mean. I like, also like, think, but on a deeper level, motherfuckers are feeling it. <laughs> but uh, um, okay. <sighs> All right, internet. Um, okay. On another note, <laughs> <laughs> this is just, <laughs> uh, we have a, a, a couple questions from an around the way curl listener. I should have wrote her name down child. Um, question number one is, she says, can you talk about the hype of Jermaine Dupree's comments about female MCs? Cause this is really poignant this is perfect for today's episode because we're about to this today's episode is all about the music of our lives and um yeah Jermaine Dupri came out and said that you know half the female MCs if not all of them currently are it's just they just rap about their pussies <sighs> and that, you know it's hard to judge I mean I don't give a fuck about Jermaine Dupri I don't <laughs> do you like I don't I don't care about him. I don't care what his opinion is. And I don't see, like, women have always been rapping about their pussies. I just, like, we're going to act like this this new age, this new wave of MCs, that, that they're the only ones that were doing it. I mean, Lil' Kim, Foxy, Rod Digger even. Like, even the brat from time to time. So, like, I... I just, I get what the criticism. What did he say? Strippers, rap, stripper rappers. Yeah, it was like stripper rappers, but it was like, okay, I understand, but uh, this isn't anything new. I know it isn't anything new, and I, <laughs> I watched something online where somebody was sharing their commentary. She was like, I'd rather listen to some strippers 
rap and really talk about how they were stripping than a bunch of niggas talk about selling drugs that never sold drugs before. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Yes. And then, I'm sorry, but like Cardi went on and I love Cardi, but she was like, listen, like, yeah, I used to be a stripper. Yeah, I rap about my pussy. She was like, but I rap about, <laughs> I love her. She was like, but I rap about my pussy because that's what niggas want to hear. When I came out with Be Careful, niggas was like, what the fuck is this? This not what I want to hear, Cardi. Give us give us the party music. Give us the stripper, give us the club music. She was like, so I got to feed my baby. <laughs> and I was like, wow. okay, well, I mean, she, and, and, ah, listen, even Eve, even Eve was. She was. Eve she was. Point. I mean, you have to. Everybody was. You got to talk about your right. pussy. <laughs> and that, you did. It was kind of like, my shit's better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, what What? Did, what'd she say? What's going to be in the sh- uh, What's What did he say? I don't remember the lyric. Anyway. So, I don't care about Jermaine Dupree. I don't oh, care about Jermaine anything Dupree. that he does. Remember when Janet Jackson, now. can we all talk about how he <laughs> was like married to Janet Jackson? Can we talk about how he wasn't married to her? They never got married. Oh, she what? only ever married like light skinned Iranian men for some, or they like, were billionaires and had a nice, <laughs> yeah, nice like, tight mm. timeline. <laughs> but he still has that. I uh, think, I believe he still has a big ass Janet Jackson tattoo on him. She probably turned him out with her. Oh, I'm pussy. sure she that did. That bitch was always singing about pussy. Exactly. So how Moaning dare you? Moaning and shit. I was uncomfortable listening to Janet Jackson albums. Like, yeah, oh there were there were a couple of those tracks. Anyway, Janet. Um, and then she seven. She, her name the the woman who wrote us. Her name is Tanya B. Then she wrote, "Do you both have top five fe- top five female MCs?" Mm. Mm. Shanti. We. <laughs> <laughs> Top five? Yeah. My nigga. Um <sighs> Number one for me is Lauren. Well, me as well. Um Like spitting? Like spitting. I'm sorry, I'm putting Eve in there. This is a no E-V-E. order. E-V-E. My of dogs all, believe in me. <laughs> Listen. Yo, I grew up on Eve, but we're going to get I grew, into that. Like, I grew up with Eve, too, and I wanted to do a whole episode of Eve and fucking Shotty shot me down. No. She was like, I don't know if that's a whole episode. And I was like, bitch, you are not a real one. <laughs> Eve could get it. I mean... You know who I see? I watch her videos, and I'm like, yo... This is a, um, a little Kim. Are we even serious? That wasn't I'm, even. I that. mean, I was going to say like little Kim, even though people say she kind of fell off after big stop right in so front of her. So what? But Kim what was she out here. Was, so did Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill made two albums and she's still the greatest <laughs> female. Right. <MC. laughs> she gave us two. Little Kim. Hands little down. Little Kim is on there. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, and I can't even say current. I, I'm not. Well, good currently, with... I like. I really like Tierra Weck. You may not know yeah. who that is, but Tierra Weck is from Philly. So shout out to P H I L L Y, and she's like a creative weirdo, new blipster. You know, like in the same vein as like uh, the internet and 
Okay. Tyler, the creator, that kind of like style and music. But she's dope. I see a lot of her freestyles and I'm like, oh, go ahead. She's dope. She's she's a legend in the making. And I also really appreciate um who else? I say Roxanne, Raps. Roxanne gotta be on there. Roxanne Shante. But she fucking I couldn't I could not. <laughs> <laughs> recite a motherfucking you can't recite one lyric that bitch said. <laughs> you but I gotta say that if I hear it, I'm like, okay. But she started it. I mean, how you how you gonna look over her? She started the shit. No? Is it me? I don't know. It ain't my air. I'm only talking about my air. Probably. Shout out. I mean, yeah, she did. She her. from Queen. She started the shit. She was like the female MC that was like, let me on the mic. So you have to, I, I'm all, you got to pay your respects. We can't act like Missy wasn't out here rippity rapping with her weird ass lyrics. Missy was. I, I, I hesitate. Missy to me is an artist. She more than a rapper. She's like producer, visual, extraordinaire, so she creative. She's just like an overall artist. She but you said, know who's not going to be on my. How, he, 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 how. <laughs> there was too many he, he's. He 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 how he 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 how. Missy said he 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 how my nigga, and I was like yes. As much as I don't like her at all, Nikki's monster verse will yeah go, it goes down in in the history books. It does, and I don't like that woman. Oh come on, will you? I don't. Cardi's yet to have a verse that even compares to monsters verse, but you know Cardi ain't bad. Yeah, Nikki. Nikki has to go in there. Nikki, does Cardi, she? Um, yes, Nikki. W- before Nikki went pop, and the fact that she went pop and excelled is like notable. Like Nikki, when she was first coming out, I was like, "Who is this? She's amazing. Like she can flow. Her delivery yeah. is impeccable. She's going to character. Nikki is definitely in top five. I she has to be. Absolutely." Okay. Well, that Cardi. was five. We named five. Oh, look at God. Well, we're to done. all those people that are enraged listening to us, we're very sorry. <laughs> they hate us. <laughs> they hate us. They're like, how you going to forget Queen Latifah? I know. Remember how you going to forget MC Light? I forgot See, him. That- <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't in my era, and I don't like her fucking voice, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I can't stand is No Name. You probably don't know who that is. I don't know who that uh, is. I cannot stand that monotonous ass rapping female. I also respect rap, uh, Rhapsody. I, f- okay. I fuck with her. She's wonderful. She's amazing. But her voice as well. I just can't do it. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I just. I'm going to leave it. I'll leave it alone. Never mind. I was about to say something ignorant and I'm not going to. Uh. Yeah, so she had another question, but I think you deleted it, Shanti, because I guess you didn't want to do it. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't would you delete know what that, that was. question? Her third question I was, was can you ask you your white away mom internet, if this they is ever supposed smoke to be like cannabis? The... You said what? Her third question was, can you, can you ask, she wants to ask our white moms if they ever smoke cannabis. Oh. <laughs> Hey, you fucking deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shanti was fucking born. 
I was high as shit when Shanti was born. <laughs> Cannabis, that's why she's brilliant. Got high every day. Yeah, that's good for me. Helps me. Yo, my mom, uh, yes, to say the least. Fucking she's asking hippie. your white mom. She ain't asking you. But you Your obviously. mom needs to get high. Your uh, mom needs to be fucked up. My mom... My mom, if I could slip some tincture in her fucking drink every day, I would. She needs to chill the fuck out. She's all backed up. But I don't think we have time for white moms today. Maybe another episode. I'm sorry. We got a lot to go over. But um, Tanya B., thank you for writing. Appreciate you. We'll try to um, answer that white mom question on maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll bring them back on, see how they doing. All right? All right, Shani Nani, Punani. All right, so in the vein of music, I thought it would be really great to talk about our coming of age and music. What were we listening to? What influenced us? What helped us to become the raggedy women that we are today? And (laughs) I'm really excited to get into this. And music has always been super important to me. Um, as I said about my father, he is the original hipster, and he has he is v- really weird and has made little personal compilations my entire life. And even to this day, he still buys cassette tapes and makes mixtapes. I love it. <laughs> and cuts up the National Geographic and makes them as the tape covers. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so he just got like some aborigines on some tapes <laughs> and some kangaroos and shit. Yo, shout out to Karuna. <laughs> Shanti's dad. We need to have Karuna on this shit. Yeah, he would come on here like, the fuck is a podcast, my nigga? You talking about sci-fi, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Pods? Um, so he is responsible for my love of growing, of my mu- my love of music growing up, and Antoinette, I just wanted to I wanted to get into it. So I just want to start with saying, well, asking, what does music mean to you? I mean, I know very few people that don't listen to music, but there are levels to this shit. I mean, it means everything. I'm a singer, so. If I'm not, you know what, if I'm not listening to music, it's usually an indication that I'm depressed. And there was a period when, like, I wasn't playing any music and I wasn't really listening to any. Um, And I realized, like, oh, shit, you're so, you got to be so sad to not even have anything playing. And I don't often play stuff in my house for some reason. It'll just be, like, on the way to work or from work. And I got to get out of that. But it's very personal. Yeah, it's like I don't usually share it with other people. Like I have my records and I play them mostly when people aren't home. Like I for people who don't know, I have like a a little a small little vinyl collection. Oh. Um, but I am obsessed with my vinyls. And a lot of my vinyls are like jazz and shit, but um some of them aren't. A lot is jazz and soul. But music, I grew up listening to music in the house. I mean, with my dad with and my mom. 
So it's huge. It's 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 everything. Do I've have, always loved music. Do you have rituals behind it? So like for me, for instance, growing up, we used to clean and, you know, we'd blast music when we clean. And now for me, it's like when I cook dinner and when I clean and Jojo is learning how to do that as well. Let's put on some music and scrub this motherfucking toilet. <laughs> I my ritual is for right now. I think it changes. I I used to play music when I was cleaning. Now it'll be like I usually have my laptop and I have like the office on. <laughs> I don't know why, but I my ritual is um when I leave the house. Depending on what playlist I put on is like what I need for the day. Like today I was listening. How you say her name? Is it Snow Algebra? Algeria? What's her name? What the fuck did you just say? What's Snow Algebra. What's her you, What's her name? I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> I really you just don't. Made that math I'm ass so name bad. She no, said, that's her name. Algeria. S N O H A A L E G R A. You don't know her? You know her. You know her music. You just don't realize that that's her name. You just don't know who's singing it. Yeah. First of all, she she it has. Uh, I just love her and she has a new album coming out soon. But yeah, if I put her on, then I'm kind of melancholy. If I need, if I'm, if I'm like ready to get myself out of my funk, it's definitely a Beyonce live album or like Cardi or some twerk shit. Megan, the stallion, um, lion, babe, major laser, like that type of shit will get me lift my spirits a little bit. So that's usually right now. The ritual is how do I want my day to feel or how am mm. I feeling? And the music is an indication of that for me, for what I gravitate towards. So what songs were on repeat when you were growing up? Cause you said music is a part of your life. So what growing up, what, what, what was your family listening to? What was your first introduction? Well, I will say this. My father was a DJ. Oh, so he had, a ton of vinyl records that he's since gotten rid of. But my dad was like a fire DJ. I did not know that. Can I just pause for a minute? Let me just pause for a minute. <sighs> Come on. No, I mean, pause like, you need to relax, first of all. I mean, pause and I'm just going to stop your story right now. Oh, I was, talk so, I was about, like, I'm going to have to so, edit this. <laughs> I strong my nigga. So one time we went to... A friend's birthday party. Oh she wanted to God. have a house birthday party. <laughs> and so she was really nervous because she had a mix of different people over that she didn't know who were going to, how they were going to like mix with each other. And so she had her friend, this guy who said he was a DJ come and he came with all his setup or whatever. So I invited Antoinette and Amanda to the party to help, you know, fill it up and and bring the fun and so the dj was so whack he was terrible and the the room was just flat people weren't really mixing and mingling and it was like oh my god the pressure was on so i was like okay <laughs> it was her birthday it too. was her birthday so i was like okay i'm gonna go back there and i'm gonna dj so i went back no no no, no. <laughs> And it is Shanti the scariest position in the whole. No, <laughs> it was the scariest thing in the whole entire world to fucking DJ. And I'm going on my Spotify list, and it was just very difficult. And Internet was like, "No, that's not it. You gotta play this." So Internet went behind the booth and just started 
DJing. <laughs> DJing her ass off. And people started dancing. That and was she fun. had mixes. She pulled us a fucking house like deep cuts. Oh yeah. And shit. She put on Catronada remixes. I was yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> it was Antoinette's a DJ on the low. I, so I, the I re- run after that, I really wanted to. Thanks for pausing. I'm so sorry. I thought she needed to pause to like <laughs> go to the bathroom. That really made me think, like, damn, I should really do this. This is fun. But then I was like, no. But that you would was, be a great that, DJ. Yo, it is really hard. I remember not having everything available too and going on youtube like i had your phone my phone so i would play something and then i would listen be listening to the she was listening song. with the other song with the other phone like is this gonna mix in right because <laughs> you know how jay-z shit ain't on spotify and i was like i need i need give it to me is this gonna mi-? that shit was yeah that was fun that was a good time anyway i'm sorry so your dad was a so DJ. yeah my daddy was a dj i got it from him and um it's funny because I recently went to visit him and instead of watching TV, which is like his fucking go to, we pulled up YouTube and we just sat there and we had like a competition about who could play the most fire ass song. And we did it for hours and he ended up winning because he he pulled up um, this live version of Stephanie Mills and Teddy Pendergrass's I Want to Feel the Fire. You know that song? He just kicked my ass, and I was just like, "This is why I love him," because his his level of music knowledge is unreal. Um, so, I mean, he was. I grew up with him, and he was playing all kinds of shit. He was playing a lot of Quincy Jones's Birdland, a lot of Arrested Development. He had the fucking <laughs> Batman album by Prince, uh, War, um, Parliament, Funkadelics, Tina Marie, love Tina Marie, Anita Baker. Uh, Marvin Gaye, and he would always play um, I Get Lifted by George uh, McRae. Mm-hmm. The I Get Lifted. But my mom, she used to sing. A lot of people don't know that, but my mom used no, to be a singer. I didn't even know that. She didn't like perform, but she could really sing. I remember listening to her when I was little, like, damn, you have such a pretty voice. And then she smoked so many cigarettes that she can like hardly sing now. Um, but from her, She's white. A lot of Barbara Streisand. A lot of Barbara Streisand. A lot of Celine Dion. Yes. Mariah fucking Carey. Whitney Houston. Um, But my mom, she also listened to like a lot of boys to men. Roberta Flack was her girl. Strumming my bed with his fingers. Singing my life with his words. And then she like put me on to like the movie musical and Disney like Greece and the Wizard of Oz and the Sound of Music so there was like a big mixture um in the house but not not a lot of stuff outside of quote-unquote American music that makes sense 
like a lot of soul, a lot yeah. of funk, and a lot of like straight edge, like Celine Dion, Barbara Streisand type singers. I don't even know what that genre is. Mariah Carey. I guess it's pop, but it's not not the pop that we know today. You know. Yeah. What well, about you? My Shanti was listening to. Yeah, my dad. Flutes of Zimbabwe. <laughs> my dad was all into the world music. So, like, before mm. Fela Kuti, everybody knew what Afropunk was. He was playing Fela Afro Kuti. Afrobeat? Uh, excuse me. Afrobeat was. was playing that shit and he used to go to the library and get videos library it's like <laughs> how do you say it library Li- library library you said library He's library so <laughs> he would go and get videos of in in nigeria of the shrine and he would he was just always playing oh wow tito Tito Puentes and Zap Mama and all these introduc- introductions to like world music. So that was always in the house. But what I remember at my youngest age, when it was time to clean up, was Bob Marley. My mom oh. played Bob Marley like the true hippie white woman <laughs> that she is. And she's I'd obsessed with Bob Marley, especially the Exodus album. Exodus. That's where, you know, no woman, no cry and everything is going to be all right. And I think that is such a perfect album for like a little child to listen to because it's playful and it's 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 just it's a great album and it always brings me comfort when I hear that album and it's funny because Jolie Jolie knows the words to a lot of Bob Marley songs better than I do because her dad loved Bob Marley as well so I think like that's the kind of the same pattern um with her coming of age too, but I distinctly remember like Afrobeat and yeah, I didn't have any. I did not say that right, but like Exodus songs from Bob Marley coming. Yeah, Afrobeat just came on the motherfucking scene. But um, yeah, and I remember as a child, the music that I, like when I started developing my own taste of music, Mm -hmm. I remember being like seven years old, six or seven years old. And I was just now like, you know, taking my own showers on my own account. Nobody was telling me to take a shower. I knew when to wash my ass. And I would go (laughs) into the bathroom and I'd plug up my radio. And in Philadelphia, it was Q102. And it was Oh, you listened to the white station. Station. It was my jam. My first love was for like the the house of the '90s, so it was like, "This is the rhythm of the night, the <laughs> night." And Barbie World, I'm a Barbie girl. 
in a Barbie world. You know, do you know, did you listen to those? Do you remember them? Yeah, I remember them only from the box. Oh my God, the box. That's how I know them. <laughs> For the youngins that don't know what the box is, you better Google that shit. The box was what you watched. I think it was like channel 60 or some shit. And you watched that to see the music videos. It was before MTV hit. And so you could just watch the music, all music videos all day. And you could call in and request a video. You could not tell me nothing. Like, they got me hyped. Even now, I'm still, like, hyped up. I hear. You got to show me love. Oh, my God. But that was when I could have my own taste in music. Like, I thought I was the coolest person because I love me some house, child. Yeah. I mean, when I was little, I think when I... I was always, you said, you said nine. No, I wasn't, I, I was like I seven. Had, I was like seven. Oh, seven. I definitely hadn't developed my own. Like I wasn't allowed to listen to music on my own. At oh. Seven. Yeah, no. I was fucking sheltered. So I, it was like, hell no. I didn't get, I didn't start listening to music on my own until like, I want to say like fifth or fourth grade. Fourth, fifth, sixth, that only because my sister had discovered the radio and Power 99 was life. We'll get into that. But around like seven, I was still, I was butchering Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston songs in the house, screaming at the top of my lungs. But the one thing that I will say was I was obsessed with Spice Girls. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends, make it last forever. Friendship never When I tell you, I just knew, I, and I didn't want to be Scary Spice. I was fucking Baby Spice for some oh, reason. Oh, you were Baby Spice. I can totally and see that. I loved them. Like, if I could ever go to a Spice Girls reunion, I absolutely would, and I would go and cry, and I would know all the songs. Didn't Spice Girls come was out like, with like, I had the album? lollipops. Oh, I love no, the lollipops. No, they had more than that. I had the lollipops. I had the dolls. I had everything. I was, I was a Spice Girl. And then wanna be. What was the song about sex? Oh, when two become one. I was like, what does that mean? Oh, I didn't get into the Spice Girls. I, I mean, I appreciate it. I like the song and I like the lollipops, what? but I I didn't I didn't buy wow. the album. Oh, and I, I didn't have cable, so I was. I had. The, but I, I didn't have cable like either, deal. so I don't even know how I was seeing this stuff. I knew Maybe it was my a grandma, big deal. So. Yeah. And like. They like looking at it now. I like the Spice Girls. <laughs> they were fire. They were fire. The little outfits, little concept. You can they like. They were fire. The concept of everybody having. You're right. Find your tribe. Everybody be yourself within the tribe. That Brandon is banging. They were yeah. multi. Well, they had one black girl and like good for them. Yeah, good for them. She All right. So, childhood. What was the first album that you bought then? I think the first, so my dad would always, one of our rituals together was taking the train to Center City and going to the record store. And so the first. Wait, how old were you around? Um, oh, I think it stopped when I was 11. No, I mean like when you buy your first album, when you bought your I first album. I don't know. I don't know. It was, I think it was Missy Elliott. I think it was, oh. so I was like 12, 11, 12. It might be older. I, I, I cannot remember. I don't it was remember. But I think the one that I like, I remember buying that I like listened from front to back was Missy Elliott. 
me, I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Like for some reason that super duper fly. Ooh, I know, it's ah, 1997. That, that was soccer to me was on there, right? Yeah, it was totally wildly inappropriate. Past it that you pondy left hand said you wanna. Past it mm-hmm. like wildly <laughs> inappropriate. I might have been older. I don't remember. You couldn't have been, because 19, where were you born? That came out in 1997. We were born we were born in 86 or 87? 86. Oh, okay. So you were 11. Yeah, okay. Shout out to math. Good, good work by you. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm like, girl, I was 22, girl. Um, yeah, man, I just remember the excitement. Do you remember the excitement of the CD book? Oh, my God. And Do you remember the pages and reading the bitch, thank yous? Reading the thank yous <gasps> and the... And the lyric, when the yes. lyrics used to be oh, in there. Oh, when the lyrics were in there. Do you remember <sighs> fucking getting those in the magazines? They would always have those like cardboard, those thick ads. And it'd be like, get 10 CDs for 99 cents. Yes. And then you do that. And then you'd have to like cancel the subscription and get your CDs or whatever. That shit is hilarious. I got mad CDs doing it. <laughs> I never, I saw that, but I never got any of that. Oh my God. It was a scam. You could just scam them. It was hilarious. Um, But my first album, I remember, when did that shit come out? What year was that? I don't remember. I don't remember the year, but I remember going to Andorra shopping center with my mom and I had a little bit of money for my birthday. And this was like, normally, like I had gotten CDs before, but never like took my own money and bought them. And it was always like Mariah Carey. And I think Mariah Carey had just hooked up with Puff and them. So she was like not really singing anymore. She was like speak singing. She was being weird. And I wasn't feeling it. I was like looking for hero Mariah Carey. And You're like, we, what is this hippity hop? Yo, but no, I wasn't even like that. I just wanted something different from her. And I remember at that time, the radio was life. Power 99 was life. And I used to, my sister and I used to sit by the fucking boom box with a, with a blank tape and record off the radio. Yes. Making our own mixtapes. Making it was, your own mixtapes. Yo, tapes. and it would be fire because it would be the DJ mix. So it wasn't even just I like. I know. It would be like the whole, you could just take that shit to a party and play it. Internet. I remember that you. I used to have like the reggae cuts would yes, come in. Absolutely. Oh, but like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you'd be lit as shit in the house. But I remember going in there, and I was torn. I was torn between, um, I think the mis the miseducational Lauren Hill was there, but my sister had already had that, but she didn't like me touching her stuff. So I was like, should I buy another one? Mm, no, I'll just steal hers then the hard knock life volume two and equimini and my raggedy ass was like fuck all them i'm getting this dark and hell is hot That was the first album I bought. And when I tell you, my mom, when she heard that, 
<laughs> she, first of all, for those of you that don't know, as dark as hell is hot is DMX's debut album. He's covered in you, blood. He's covered in blood. <laughs> he is going the fuck in. He, that, I, what was the song? It was so many. The Rough Riders anthem was on there. Little did we know. Um, even even though that was weird, but it should have been on a Rough Riders album. But he, little do you like he dropped two albums in the same year that year because I remember my sister. Then by the end of the year, went and got uh, Flesh in My Flesh, Blood on My Blood, and that one was just really fucked up. But it's Dark and Hell is Hot had the I come to you hungry tired, you give me food, let me sleep, yada yada yada, call you a sheep like the prayer joint, and that joint was banging. And so that would be the one that I would play in front of my parents. But one time I let it keep playing and they damn near had a heart attack. How they old were you? so mad. It had just come out. So whatever, when did that come out? When? I was too, I had no business listening to it. When did It's Dark? You, it was, you were out? just too young. 1998. So okay, I was 11. So you're like, <laughs> and that was too much. He... He was, that was too much. Now, the Hard Knock Life, the Rough Riders, I guess, yeah, I was like 11 and I was just getting privy to that whole, that whole like era. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I what song was it? It was Jay-Z. It was, um, what song was it that? That he had on the Rough Riders album. Oh. Oh. Jigga, right? Jigga. Yeah. Rapper fella. Rough Riders. Swiss beats. It's almost over, y'all. Jigga. I feel it's down. Uh, uh, uh. Lights out, niggas. Jigga. What's my motherfucking name? Jigga. And who I'm rolling with, huh? My nigga. Uh, 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 uh. And I was just like, see, that's when they all used to do shit together, though. But that was that like an anomaly. So hot. That's an anomaly. Just to have a completely, <laughs> he wasn't even part of the Rough Riders, and he just had his own. I guess it was. I guess it was made sense for like Swiss beats. I don't know. Remember DJ Clue? Yes. And all of his yes. compilations. Oh my yes. god. See, Swiss Beats, nobody really recognized the fact that Swiss Beats basically did all he did all the Rough Rider stuff. Mm-hmm. So he gave us just gems and gems. Like those beats were so fucking high and and I don't think I, at least for you know what, we're young as fuck. But for for us, like DMX was that guy that came out aggressive as fuck. And it was like, whoa. Who is this dude? And then his voice was the way it was. And he had that whole barking shit. It was like, <laughs> yo, I'm trying to be a rough rider. <laughs> oh, get at me, dog. Uh, yeah. And the oh. that was when, when like, that whole era of writing the lyrics down. And, like, because yes. I used to tape the songs and yep. then play it stop. Over. Play, and stop, and write every <laughs> lyric down. And that's what I did. So the first mm-hmm. song I ever learned the entire 
lyrics to was Eve, Love is Blind. Hey, yo, I don't even know you and I hate you. See, all I know is that my girlfriend used to date you. How would you feel if she held you down and raped you? Tried and tried, but she never could escape you. She was in love, and I'd ask her how. I mean, why? What kind of love from a nigga would black your eye? What kind of love from a nigga every night make you cry? What kind of love from a nigga make you wish he would die? I mean, shit, he bought you things and gave you diamond rings, but them things wasn't worth none of the pain that he Oh my God. Mine was Eve too, and it was Got a Man. Oh, really? I still know that. I got a man that, what'd she say? This nigga looking like love. No doubt, sophisticated thug. Keep me guessing. Said it would be a blessing. Just to, I'm just gonna play at my wedding. Undressing. <laughs> Calling you that. Lay like I'm laying on your chest. Stay reminiscing about the resting and how they less than. Trying to come between what we share. Can't, Can't compare. compare. Good have been left, but when it's mine, I never share. Fight to the death of neat beat to prove that. Wounds from your wars, other bitches couldn't soothe. Listen that. Broke to you. From a bad back, I'm holding you down. Doing dirt with other bitches, but the mother fishes drown locked in for however long. I'm playing it smart. Court dates in other cities, there I'm playing it part. My oh, I'm playing my part. Excuse me. Wifey and your life see forever be us. Passenger side of the Bentley or the or number, number two, two bus. bus. <laughs> yeah. Tell the whole world, Mavi Eve don't want nobody else. What other niggas pick and choose, but you, I keep it for myself. I, I swear to God, I was that's gonna play at my wedding, and I'm gonna wrap it. That album. That Yo. album is fire, and you don't want to do a whole tribute to Eve and that your hater. That album? Hey, me, that, that, listen. Let's talk about who, who? <laughs> I am. But the skits? The skits oh, were Oh, my God. They were terrible for me they to be listening great. to. They were great. They were awful. You <laughs> the hate, fucking Philly hey, me, me. Skit. Oh, my God. <laughs> that oh that my album God. was pivotal. That That was definitely, like, Coming Eve came on the age. scene and was like, Poof. so what? Like, what were the preteens? So that was part of the like coming of age. So you're like 12, yeah. 13. I'm still on. A, I'm still in in middle school riding a bus. That's middle school riding a bus, and I'm like in it. Eve is life. Philly is on the map in terms of like rap. Uh, who else? Jay Z so, is Jay-Z. life. Nas Hot is even boys. life. Hot, Hot boys. boys are life. Hot um, boys came out, taking over for the 99 and the 2000. Yes. So we was in eighth grade, right? Yeah. We were yeah. in eighth grade. And Motherfucking that was Outcast. Like, that was when they were doing their fucking thing, their weird shit from Atlanta. And we were like, we fucked with it, though. <laughs> that was like whole world. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Like oh, all that right. shit. I didn't that get was into, a, That took me a while to get into Outcast. What? Oh, I but love them immediately. My shit was... But we can't... For- Wait, we really can't forget about Bad Boy Family. Because they uh, were... But that that was pre... That's definitely pre... Um, they were still hitting. Because Mace I remember we were in like hitting. fifth grade when Biggie died. Yeah. It was like But fifth, they were still hitting grade. afterwards. They were, they were amazing. Bad, they were bad. still hitting. Fucking Harlem Shake. What was the Take motherfuck- this money. Make this money. this money. Yeah. Yo, the fucking wait. Harlem Shake. Oh my god! What was the joint that um they had the bad boys had with Nas, and they had that fire ass beat. What was that? And it was puff. Oh, you can hate me now.
Oh my god. When that shit came out, even my dad was like, This is fire. <laughs> you can hate you me now. now. Uh, uh, but that beat is crazy. I forgot <laughs> about that song. What? Bitch, I have it on a playlist right now. You know I what song it. I can't find? Do you know it was with Buster Rhymes? And yo, what? the sun don't shine forever, but as long as we hit it, we might as well shine, well, shine forever. forever. Better now than never. I don't know. I can't find that song. Business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam. Who you know? That fucking build. All I know that build was like, he was just, I, I need to find that song. I I don't know Ugh. what it is. But Buster was on it, and it was just like this build to. Victory. Victory. I have to find that. Isn't that what it is? I guess. I can't remember. All I know is that I used to be like seven years old, hype as shit. Like, yo, he killing it right now. Puff Daddy <laughs> rapping, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then Puff Daddy, remember he had that joke with um, Loom when he was like, I, uh, when he was sad because I guess Jennifer Lopez left him. You yes. remember that one? Oh, my Ain't God. The it? Jennifer Lopez Puff Daddy. Now, listen to this. He gets, oh, he gets into it. You go do it better. <laughs> Yo. That beat. I'm too young to appreciate that, but I love the fuck. I, that used to get me hyped. I know. He goes in. I'm like, oh, my daddy. <laughs> it's too fucking long, Puff. God damn. I, I can't wait to listen to that when I get off the phone. But like <laughs> monumental for my preteens. And this kind of goes into my own coming of age. So it was like E Rough Riders when I was just raggedy and young and like. Oh, this is specifically preteen. Okay. Yeah. Like Philly. At this time, I don't know who's from Philly, but if you're from Philly, this is just going to bring back so many memories. Wow. Going to wow. Going to the skating Ooh, joint at wow. Going to wow. <laughs> was, it was definitely like e in the middle riders. of the motherfucking skating rink. Ew. I ain't never skated at wow. That's how Yo, I was. Yo, ain't never skate. I was always <laughs> grinding in the middle. It was stinking. That shit used to smell I, horrible. You was grinding Shout out some to dirty Negroes wow. from North Philadelphia. Like, I should have been scared for my life 99% of the time. <laughs> Yo, and they would fight. have their little hard penises on your oh, butt. Oh, I know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Breaking those little penises, rubbing as hard as I could. Ew. I know. I hate myself. That is terrible. And yeah. I used to wear the same. All of my listen. Everybody shout wore the out same to Tracy. If Tracy's listening, Tracy knows we used to rotate two outfits every weekend. We were so serious about these outfits, and then we only had two. Yeah. And Trace actually, Tracy couldn't go to while her grandma knew better. Can I just say something? Shout out to me because I ended up dating the DJ at WoW. Oh. And that was very fancy. For you to be, I'd never forget him announcing me on the mic. And I had to walk over to the DJ booth. And I was able to stand in the DJ booth with my man. (laughs) 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 And I was like, I was you couldn't tell me I wasn't Beyonce with Jay. You couldn't (laughs) motherfucking tell me. I was like, I am the queen of this skating ring. With your fucking... 
my new new ass jeans on. Oh my god, girl! I never had a pair of Gussies ever. My dad would never go for it. He was like, "How much them jeans? Fuck that!" They were. I wouldn't even buy them now. They were sixty eight dollars. They were so expensive, shiny ass tight jeans. They were oh shout out to wow yeah but that was like my wow era yo that was wait but what was the music that wasn't like radio that was like wow used to play radio stuff but it it would also play like Baltimore it would be like watch out for the big girl watch out for the big girl go go music. It wasn't just oh that's where he learned to percolate it. That's that's it, yes. That's where he learned oh Sheila, oh Sheila. That's where you learn oh oh black oh, culture. Sheila. Yo, I have a playlist that I can share with you after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. Dot georgetown.edu slash podcast that you will feel very good about i'm telling you that should get you going but this the the my life started changing though shanti started changing i was like no more rough riders and shit this shit is ignorant when jill scott came on the scene well it was Aaliyah, and then it was jill scott Aaliyah, i was like 13 14 Aaliyah is not the same as jill well for me it was a coming Oh, fuck it. I love Aaliyah. But wait, we ain't even... Okay. 
I it, all of this was a thing, right? So we're what we're at like that ninth grade era era right now. It's like but eighth I just grade about to go. Okay, into high I just have to say that like we're talking about all this hip hop, but bitch, I got a playlist of nineties R and B. That will still get you going. Okay. I just I think need you to be made very me clear. a bunch. You made me like 17 <laughs> CDs at one it. point in life. I still and have even, them. And even now, like, I will play this shit. I just want to run off some names. I'm going to just run off Avant. I'm going to run off um, oh, this Drew Hill. Avant, Drew Hill, Jagged Edge, R. Kelly's motherfucking case, was killing it too. We're never we are gonna not deny. going to. Y'all are not going about. to deny that R. Kelly was killing it. We just, I mean, we don't have to listen I will to absolutely him now. Deny it. Oh my um, god. Avant, Donnell Jones. Um, who else? Oh, next, Butter Love, Too Close. What? Motherfucking. Oh my god! Remember that Kiki Wyatt and Avant song? Nothing how, in this world. Oh. I like how did you? That's Deborah Cox. Get here. <laughs> you mixing them up, and, and let's not forget Usher was killing it. Usher, genuine was fucking uh, killing it. That silk. Usher was in rough high school. Ends. We not gonna act like rough ends didn't have a couple hits, okay? Uh, Jodeci, total. Oh my god. Oh, to- yo, seven oh two. Where my girls at? From the front to back, good as you're feeling that. You remember that? Put one hand up. Can you repeat that? Faith had hits. Who was singing with Faith? What's his name? Summer Rainbow. Carl Thomas. Oh, my God. That was the era. I don't know what these kids talk about now. Talking Joe. They talking that Chris Brown shit. Fucking 112. They talking about pull your panties over to the side every damn verse. That really bothers me. Here, Joe. Sorry. Oh my god! Why did you just say that in front of Jolie? <laughs> that, was, that was perfect timing. <laughs> they talk about pull your panties over the to the side. Here, Joe. <laughs> That's, That's all they talk about. All right, all right. So now we're at ninth grade, and then what? You're right, and then the neo soul scene hits, and we're all elevated. I was and like, was- listen. I got Yeah, that's when it was like, no, like these girls are degrading themselves. I will never rub my precious treasure <laughs> of a body on to some <laughs> people that I don't know. I am a queen. <laughs> and Jill Scott. Who is Jill Scott? That album? Who is Jill Scott? That came out in eighth grade. That changed lives. It was like, whoa, I'm elevated now. Let's take a long walk around the park after dark. Find a spot, us to spot, conversation, verbal elation, stimulation, J.I. situation, temptation, education, relaxation, elevation. Maybe we can talk about Sora, 3118, your background, it ain't sweet. That album yeah. just... I still know that album front to back. It, it it yeah front to back that is a front to back album it is it was just that's a masterpiece classic. and that, yeah. I was just going through a transition at that time that's when I was like yo who am I what am I and why why and Don't you remember me? oh hits that's yeah. just pivotal pivotal to my coming of age. Something else for my coming of age. Jill was definitely there. I remember I had a, that's when I had a disc band. Remember you couldn't like fucking 
couldn't shake that shit. It had to be level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you hit a bump that. Oh my god, Walkman, Discman were life in high school. Yo, Everybody Walkman were disc- more reliable though, because Walkman didn't skip. That motherfucking Discman. That was annoying. Remember when Martin thought somebody stole his Discman <laughs> on that episode? Anyway, <laughs> another album front to back for me that was pivotal. I used to be in the house singing Mama's Gun. Yes. Bad lady, you gonna hurt your back. Dragging all them bags like that. this day to this, this day, day you could put mama's gun on by erica badu and you could just vibe out listen you, i mean wow if we that have young listeners on right now you guys need to look up all of this stuff because i know we got like little children that are like what the fuck is a badu badu well everybody if you don't know who our badu is then child good luck you have so much wonderful discovery ahead of you. But that was like the era when everything, like Philly was life to everybody at that point. Because Philly was hitting it hard with that Neo Soul scene. That was like the flowetry shit. That was the music Soul Child. That was Jill. Like I every, can't imagine what it meant, what it was like when you were like their age though. Like what the scene was like. Black Lily was a thing. Yeah. The Five Spot was a thing. Like yeah, that those was, are black era. music venues and like bars and after hour spaces and poetry. That's where like Jill Scott would go before she was mm-hmm. Jill Scott and Quest mm-hmm. Love. And all that's where Jasmine like, used to go. Jasmine Jazz used to go there at like 14 and it was sneaker in because she wasn't allowed to be there. She'd be in there with like Kindred and Jill. I cannot imagine what that was What's like. the other one? Jaguar, right? Like everybody. Music Soul Child. Oh, how yeah. can we forget about Music Soul Child? I just Child. said music. Well, oh, I, I guess I didn't I, say Soul Child. Yeah, I just said music. Me. I was just like, with we a are Q. talking about music. <laughs> Love. There's so many things I've got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how. Cause there's a possibility that you look at me differently, love. Ever since the first moment I spoke your name, from then on I knew that by you being in my life, things were destined <laughs> Music. Child, where is up with music these days? That nigga could never sing all that perfectly. But <laughs> music gave us, he gave us hits though. He, he really did. did. He he was the first one to just be he affirming women. You know, he was like the original meme. Like the supportive <laughs> self love meme. He was like, "Girl, I love you if you hear things." A R Y H O W C O U L D Y O U V E something 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 something. My love. I don't remember it. Oh, 
That was yeah, an incredible album. It. He killed it. But he like did. your team. So now you're in your teens. What are you listening to? Like I'm, you are. I'm. I'm listening. I'm. I mean. I'm listening to the to the neo soul shit because I'm depressed now. Okay, so now my parents are officially like just they're divorced and they're like at all at odds. And I'm I just cut my hair off, so I'm, I'm I look crazy, and I'm like mixed up with the neo soul crowd at school too. And now I'm back. I'm in freedom school, so I'm like everything is about freedom and revolution. And then I found my first love. Shout out to you. You know, you know who, who you are. You are. And he made me this fire ass. It's not a mixed tape, but it was like a mixed CD. It was like a mix. And he had like all of the revolutionary slash like it's hard out here kind of rap shit on there. So he had like classic Biggie, like the Ten Crack Commandments, like Outkast and Pac and Nas, like all this conscious shit on there. That was when like I went. I went backward and was like, I'm going to get into jazz. Nina Simone, everything around that time. It was just like, I wouldn't stop playing Nina. Wouldn't stop playing Sade. Um, I was listening to like Groove Theory, Amila Rue, Ursula Rucker even. The Black Star album had resurfaced for me and was giving me life because that came out. Most had come out, right? Yes, most had come out. I was heavy into most. So even the roots, I was listening to like the roots and black thought, but I was like, it was really mainly still listening to the Jill album, listening to everything Erica did, listening to Floetry, like styling myself like I was a part of Floetry and just everything Philly and Neo. So I was in it. I was still listening to some raggedy rap just because of the radio. Like that was when like, um, what Snoop and Pharrell had, you know, that true. Oh, and like it was like the clips yeah. the clips had that crazy beat that and stuff like there was still Neptunes shit that was fire yes, but for Neptunes, the most part that's you're right neptunes was killing it yeah, at that, that time. was when pharrell came out with bangers and it was like who is this yeah that oh, was he was like about that he was just out here killing it was it. like boom Remember that? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Remember yes, that beat? Grind. And everybody, yes, and everybody was playing it on the um, child. That's when Beyonce came out. That's when yes. Beyonce hit the scene and was she was on the floor. Oh, that's when she came out with the tank top and the shorts just not yet. That, on the Destiny's ground. Child was out, and Destiny's Child was like I always liked Destiny's Child, but no. when she went solo, it took me a second. When she I was fucking seven. hated Crazy in Love at first. I was like, what is this? I know. Even, I didn't know nobody. I was like, this, this something ain't right with her. This is I ain't never seen nobody just collapse on the ground like that with <laughs> a wig that long. What is this going on? <laughs> That's yeah, similar to me. I went through my emo stage. That's when I dropped out of high school. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you keep casually mentioning that, and I don't even know about that. <laughs> I dropped out of high school when I was in ninth grade <laughs> and decided to unschool. And my mom oh. and my dad had just... She was like, the miseducation of Shanti. Shanti. <laughs> my, my parents had divorced as well. And I had actually started a, a new religion. <laughs> I decided what? to become very religious. Not in a Christian way, but follow like the religion that my dad followed, which is like... Which a, is what? Which is like a similar... It's just Hinduism, like a sect of Hinduism. Oh, okay. 
which was very, you know, you couldn't do all that secular shit. And I was like, yeah. Oh, is that why you have all those? Is that partly why you have like the tradition of offerings and stuff? Yeah. It's like like very potent with you. Okay. Absolutely. And waking up really super early and having chanting and all this stuff. So I was like. Yo, I'm trying to get out of this fucking material existence. I'm trying to elevate. I'm trying to like. He was like, Jay, he was like, this spiritual shit really works. (laughs) 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 That's when I was vegetarian, strict vegetarian. I was waking up and like stretching and doing push-ups and shit. Like I was on my fucking bean, son. (laughs) I was like the best parts of my life. I was like, yo, I am not a part of this material world. I am a spirit soul having a material (laughs) experience. God damn it. (laughs) And similar to you, I was like going back into Marvin Gaye. And going back into like world music, that's when I discovered Zap Mama. Anybody who doesn't know who Zap Mama is, you need to check her out. She's amazing. She's like Lay Nubians times a million, though. She's amazing. Um, and getting again into like Afrobeat and all that shit, and just exploring myself and <laughs> not going to school and working. It was that was a crazy time, and I but I was really sad. And really confused and very lonely. Those were lonely, lonely times. Mm. Um, and yeah, that that was the music of like 16, 17, 16, 17, and Sade. And so that was when, and I, I'll go into this. I'll save that. Sade ha- is pivotal in my life. But, um. We can go straight into that question of what was the soundtrack or song that reminds you of your first heartbreak? Oh, your first heartbreak? Yeah. I have a couple heartbreaks. Well, um, any of your heart, any heartbreaks. <sighs> okay. My first heartbreak was when I was, I think I was like 14, 15. But my first, first love in the whole wide world. And everything reminded me of that was the one that made me the mix of like all the conscious music. So that was when I was like listening to I went back to even Roberta Flack of like, Will you still love me tomorrow type shit? Oh. <laughs> I was in it. Um but most recently, um Nancy Wilson. If y'all don't know who Nancy Wilson is, she just passed away. <sighs> Nancy Wilson is probably my all time favorite female singer. And she's not a singer that, like, she's not Whitney Houston, but she's somebody who can just move you. And she's categorized as a jazz singer, but she's really just a singer, just a soul singer. And she has an album. I need to get it because I need to read the back of it. Um, It's called Yesterday's Love Songs and Today's Blues. Child. That's what you were listening to when you were 14 years old? No, but that's my that's the heartbreak album for me though. That was oh, the most recent you have heartbreak. A heartbreak. Oh, that is like the one that's like oh, because the songs are just perfect. Because they really hold on. I gotta I gotta pull it up. Go ahead, you tell yours. I'm gonna read the back of this so you can understand. So why. my first heartbreak was Sade. It was Lovers Rock. Somebody already broke my heart. <laughs> And 
and just her being her melancholy haunting self I remember just listening to that on repeat and being in my bed and just being so sad and hurt and being like she is me and I am her (laughs) and that was my first obsession with Sade and then I was a little bit older maybe I was like 16 17 it was India Ari love and relationships (laughs) yo fun fact that album Wait, wait, the album is the one, what was it? The the one that's like um, her heartbreak album. Yes. Right? It is so beautifully illustrates that that arc of what it takes to like get over somebody of like, you know, thy will and be done. Mourn, yeah. And to like and rise to like, from it. Yes. I, listen, I, my 17 year old, I was like, yes, Indy Ray. He went away to college. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he went away to college. He's cheating on me in college. Um, <laughs> so stupid. So, oh, that's funny. And then my most recent, would again, really, really hard time. Um, when I was just going through it, or during my pregnancy, was Sade again with Soldier of Love, and like that was perfect time. Uh, all of the songs like resonated with me at that time. Even now, I, I can't even really listen to that album because it just like fucks me up. Cause it was so hard, but yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, fun Sadie. fact on that um, India Irie album. That album is actually about one of my ex's brothers, and they were the most raggedy oh, humans. Go. You know who you are, both of you. And you know who you are, and I, I would be so happy if they heard this. Ooh, cause they really, Whoa. the both of them ain't shit. Oh damn! I said it. They they are the <laughs> type of of men who do not use their powers for good in any which mm. way. They're just not good humans. And um, wow. All right. Well, that's you said what you said. Yeah. Before I shit said it, and I meant it. Mm. I can't find my Nancy Wilson record, and it's really. I'm about to be really upset be looking for it all night all right well i wanted to read the back of that maybe i'll find it later and add it <sighs> so what about the soundtrack to sometimes that you fell in love what was what was the album that i fell in love well it was definitely that conscious out that conscious mix yo <laughs> so it was a mix there wasn't a specific album that one but i mean most recently in all honesty it was nancy wilson again and so, okay, my ex um, really loved old music and really loved jazz and, like, didn't just say he loved jazz because he thought it was cool. Like, loved it and would, like, wake up. He was like an old man. Would, like, wake up and put jazz on and, like, clean the house and we would dance around the house to it. And it was just so nice. And he loved Nancy Wilson. That was one of his favorite people. And when he said that to me, I just thought, okay, we're 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 gonna get married. He loved her and we would text each other lyrics and like you just, I, he would text me a lyric and then I would text him the next lyric, like back and forth. But um it was definitely Nancy Wilson again, and it was Kinda Blue by Miles Davis, mm. and it was um 
it was Duke Ellington and John Coltrane in a sentimental mood. He was a vinyl collector, and it was like Lush Life by Johnny Hartman, which is a really sad song, but a really beautiful one. And then he just loved like cookout music too, so he had like all those kind of songs on vinyl, which was like a lot of fun. We would just be jamming. But yeah. His favorite though was Isaac Hayes. So I got really into Isaac Hayes for a little <laughs> a little while. Um, but it was all old stuff. It was all that that kind of genre. If I had to pick three albums to encompass my me falling in love, it would be Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye. Heartbreaks and eight oh eights. You fell in love to that? It was a soundtrack to the, yeah, not, f- I didn't fall in love to that, but it was the, what was prominent, what I was listening to mm. when that was happening. Justin Timberlake, 2020 Vision. Mm. That was a good album. That album was fucking fire. I love yeah. that album, and I can't stand him now. Why can't you stand him now? irks my nerves now but his music is fire like i i i, I, I jt jt you white blue-eyed soul brother you um <laughs> and then most recently would be alice coltrane journey in such and under that one song. that's what art bay is listening to that is not what i mean he is he it's just uncanny how strange he is and how comparable he is to my dad. And I, I didn't even notice that until, like, recently, until we had to do the dad thing. And I was like, oh, my God. My dad refuses and has never worn jeans. He just, like, does not wear jeans. <laughs> and then my artsy boy refuses to wear jeans. Really? Yeah, he never wears jeans. He refuses to wear jeans. Why? I don't know. Just strange people. But I, I love he his love of music and his knowledge of music. That's something that I like. I love music, but I can't say like I know. My knowledge of music is not as as deep as his is, and got it. I think it's also a, a sign of the times. Like we just, especially with Spotify, it's just like oh, I love certain music and I did the work of making that foundation and now Spotify just knows my shit and just plays songs that I like and I don't even bother half the time looking at who it is. You know what I mean? I just like Right. That's the my, thing. That's I my knowledge like is Snow Algeria. You know who that is. You just <laughs> don't realize. Wait, yeah. I found one more thing. Also Gregory Porter. For people who Scott don't know Gregory Porter. Yeah. I fell in oh, love to Gregory Porter, so especially cute. his first album. I have seen him live with my ex yeah. numerous times. Fell in love. But wait, I found that Nancy Wilson record, and I just have to read this. You, you, uh, Nancy Wilson, Yesterday's Love Songs, Today's Blues. She writes, Songs which are heard over the roar of a flaming love affair, blazing strong, are objectively pretty, dispassionately wistful and beautiful but let go that gold ring on your merry-go-round topple from your rocking horse and stand dejected amid the ruins of a topsy-turvy world with the tattered remains of that shattered romance rustling at your feet 
then surely these same songs become painfully personal, mystically prophetic and pitiful and hopeful. With a single definitive goodbye, living takes on a new dimension, a feeling of heaviness called the blues. You look at everyone and listen to everything in a new perspective. Yesterday's love songs fit suddenly in today's blues, and that is the essence of this album. Oh, oh isn't that just like... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, and they're like, you can really listen to this album, and they're not necessarily sad songs. It's just the way she sings them, like the very thought of you. Like, that's a very love loving happy song it's like the very thought of you and i forget to do all the little things oh it's just beautiful i feel like that's your new bio whatever that all of that is like that is so that's so sad i can <laughs> see that being how that resonates a lot with oh it resonates with me with so you. much mm. all right we only I'm have one answer one answer only and we're not Oh, maybe we can explain, but you can't pick multiple. Oh, God. And you have to say what you said. What (laughs) is your all-time favorite album? Come on. No, shut up. You go first, because I don't know. That wasn't on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say Voodoo by D'Angelo. Why? Yes. Do I have to say why? Yeah. That is the most, it's just a masterpiece from front to back. There's not one song that I don't love. It, it is, it is just the most impeccable, incredible piece of art. And I never get tired of it, ever. And I never will. And I love it change it's a game changer I would say oh lordy I would say the very best of Roberta Flack because it has so much sentimental value for me that's the record that both my mom and dad played all of the time and it has my all-time favorite male singer on there, who's Donny Hathaway. I mean, her songs, people don't realize, like, she's got Where Is The Love, Feel Like Making Love, The First Time mm. Ever I Saw Your Face, mm. Killing Me Softly With His Song, oh, Tonight I Celebrate I My Love, face. The Closer oh. I Get To You, oh. Back Together Again. Yes, she yes. got everything on there. Oh, don't make me wait too long. I mean... Those she was the person that people were remaking her songs, but they were her songs first. God damn it! And God damn it! You said what you said. I said what I said. That's the that's the greatest to me. The very best of Roberta Flack. Cop that. And I dared you not to cry. And also Cardi B invasion of privacy. Psych. Oh God. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, what's the takeaway, Shanti Nani, Punani? Just listen to music because yeah, music is life. Yeah, listen to music is life. If you aren't 
branching out and listening to different things, then I implore you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, vocabulary. Implore. <laughs> Fucking word. A verb. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think that just get out there, listen to music, see live music, if dance to music, if you're not see moved by music. music, if you're not cooking, yeah. cleaning, fucking crying, or I don't know, moving to music, then what is you doing? And why? Why? Wow. Like, I don't get people that say, I, I don't listen to music. The fuck? My mom's husband says that. He don't listen to no music. Ever. That Child. is a desperate life. He's dehydrated. <laughs> you, you said <laughs> you it. When hydrated. you first met him, he's dehydrated <laughs> in every way. Yo, when I first met him, his lips were dry and blue. I said, he's not okay, internet. It's right. not okay. Because he's not listening to music or drinking his water or minding his goddamn business. <laughs> Stop. It's I love you, up. Mr. Ryan. That, that is the homie. But you've got to drink more water. It is... <laughs> Making my kidneys hurt looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like this. This is a nice little walk down memory lane. For those who are in our age group, they probably really going to fuck with this. For those who are like super young, probably gonna be like, case of aunt. Zap mama. The hell? But Zap you should mama. Be, you should be wow. sitting there writing these names down and learning your motherfucking history. I can't wait to old. be an old woman, though, like 96. Like, what's my motherfucking name? Jigga. <laughs> and who I'm rolling with. <laughs> DMX and my dog's bite. <laughs> Y'all don't know nothing about this. You kids. Drop down Got and get you. your eagle on that. Oh, Shit. we didn't even talk about Nelly. <laughs> Nelly had hits. People would try to hate on Nelly. Fucking underlay, underlay, mommy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even touching yo Ja Rule and them murder oh, ain't kinda run baby oh my yo. god who was Nelly with Nelly was with who was he with who was his squad the um oh come on who Child. was Nelly's squad? He, he they was always playing baseball in the motherfucking video and them <laughs> niggas always had a rag on their head like always. them niggas always had a white cloth on their head like Come on. And he had that corny band-aid. Oh. It was like the St. Louis. Who were they? St. Lunatics. That's who they were. And he had apple bottoms. Apple Yo. bottom jeans. That reminds me of Cadillac grills. No, 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 no. We ain't even talk about Ludacris. Ludacris was the fucking man. He was. He was like, he brought that like character to rap. It was like it was a little less weird than Outcast, but it was like funny and like humorous. He yeah, was a character. He, he was a character. Remember, Missy played um, on Minuteman. She played uh, Jay Z and was like, "Actually, you're not animated enough for the video, so I'm going to release you for the radio, and Ludacris is going to be in the video." Thanks. Y'all remember that? No. Missy was like to the left, Jigga. Anyway, you this stay, episode needs you to be over. always have been. I just wanted to talk about how Antoinette has always put me on to the fucking <laughs> hip hop drama. Like Bossa, <laughs> Nicole Bitchy. Yo, shout out Antoinette to fucking put me Bossa. On to that stuff. And I, I was no good after that. I was every day I was checking Bossa. Like, what is Child. Rihanna wearing? And where is she? What is eating? Rihanna? 
wearing and, and who is being raggedy. Now, All right. Well, isn't it? Shout out to you. And shout um, out to you. All right. Well, and with that, <coughs> we are f- out for today. <laughs> just like music. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Just like music. To relax my mind so I can be free and absorb the sound that keep me round. Doing my thing constantly with no worries. Peace to keep Murray. Just like music. To keep me flowing, to keep me going, to keep me growing, to keep me to eat from knowing what happens out there. It's not my concern. You want to die, it's not my turn. Just like music. To do something to me like jumping a Mercedes on the highway. Doing over 80 without music, baby. Ow. the phone like there's something new out that got me in the zone just not feeling got me i wish music can adopt me just like-